The defendant's commission of these four murders over a 10-day period is one of the worst killing sprees in the history of this state. Skin them sometimes, uh, slit them, slit them all the way open. Uh, I'm here looking for the spirits of anybody that still remains. I have a device in my hand. If you would like to talk to it, please come forward. Tell me your story. Maybe I should have killed four or five hundred people. Then I would have felt better. Then when I felt like I really offered society something. You are listening to Serial Spirits, the podcast. guys welcome to this very special episode of serial spirits on paranormal warehouse you guys i am not even we're gonna get down to the nitty-gritty right now because the guy sitting next to me is a very special guest that we are so excited to have tonight he needs no introduction it's the one the only chad Lindbergh. my dear thank you so Thanks. much Wibs. What's going on? Thank, Thank you, you so, so much for being part of this tonight. I'm so glad that we could finally coordinate schedules so that you could get with us. It was meant to be. Like, you, we just had to wait to the right time. You know what I mean? It is. It was our synchronicity. Yeah. Everything coming together. <laughs> it feels that way. <laughs> it does, right? We haven't yeah. seen each other in a while. We were kind of catching up before yeah. the show started. So... We were talking right before we came on about COVID and everything, yeah. you know, like all the craziness that's happening right now. Catch everyone up on what you've been doing to stay busy during COVID. It's a good question. I mean, I live uh, in LA. I live close to downtown. So, you know, very quickly that became a ghost town, which in itself is very strange. Uh, being in the big yes. city where there's like massive people all the time. Uh, but, you know, I'm kind of a homebody anyway. So <laughs> this wasn't like a far stretch from me. But, you know, in terms of like traveling and conventions and ghost hunts and the way that we know each other and get to hang out, like all of that got put on hold. So okay. in that aspect, it's been really tough. Uh, not seeing family, not being able to see family or see my girlfriend. Um, that's been really hard. Uh, but other than that, you know, and then the daily, like, fear of, like, well, is it my turn? What makes me special? Like, what, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't know. It's really frightening. It's, 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 it's crazy. People are getting sick. They're dying. And then you really start, well, I have been, like, looking inside and I'm like, well, what... This is, you know what I mean? Like, why, why am I any more special? Right. Maybe today it's like my day, like, it, and it makes you really like realize like what's important. You take a step back and you reevaluate everything and your yeah. purpose, and you know, it's. I, I think, I mean, you're originally from Washington. You see mm-hmm. my family, and that's where it all originated. And so when things like this start, it's just, it's insanity. I, I, I can't wrap my mind around everything right now so it's a bizarre time (laughs) 
So the it more... truly is a bizarre time. It like, is. There's no time. It. It's just like, and then every day kind of outdoes the next, in my opinion, right now. And I'm like, when does this kind of like balance out a little bit? I I don't know. But um, it's left lots of time for you to create some of your finest character recreations. Thank you. Like Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin. Thank you. Thank you Shay so much. and I Thank have you. already decided that that's what we're going to be for Halloween, and Rory's going to yes. be this tiny little tiger. Yes. It's the only Do acceptable um, family, um, you know, family yes. Halloween character oh, at that point. That's amazing. I cannot wait for this. <laughs> um, like you, I'm sure, I, you know, like many people... Like, I may not agree with, like, everything that those people did in the documentary, but I love these characters. I yes. love them. I love... I I don't know what it is, and I, you know, like, do I agree with Joe Exotic on a lot of... No, probably not, but right. goddamn, he's fascinating. He is fascinating. We started yeah. watching the uh, the documentary, and about five minutes in, we were so hooked that we watched the whole thing in a day. And we stopped and we looked at each other at the end. And we were like, I need to watch some of that again because I feel like I didn't absorb everything that I should have. Yeah, yeah. If you, what, I went on YouTube and he's got like rants upon rants and videos. <laughs> and just before the election came out in 2016, he went on for like 50 days straight and he gave like 20 minute rants. So I just went through and found like all the highlights and kind oh. of compiled it together. And it was one of those things that was like, I have to, you know, I, I love cosplay. I don't even call it cause cosplay. Right. Just like, if I feel something towards a character, I got to like, go for it. Um, but uh, it, it, it came out all right. So I'm going to do it again. <laughs> it has all been so perfect, really. And it's what we <laughs> needed during COVID-19. So thank you for that. that. <laughs> but thank I want to go a little further past that. Please. Yeah. So, um, you know, you've been in, in acting, you've been in Hollywood for a long time. Yeah, yeah. A long time. And yeah. we've been watching you for years in a really non-creepy type of way. When sure. I say that, I've exactly. been watching you for years. <laughs> so if you'll just indulge me for like two minutes, yeah. I want to do something that we are going to call... A walk down Lindbergh Lane. I like Lindbergh Lane. You like Lindbergh Lane? It's a yeah, beautiful yeah. place. Yeah. Um, so let's start out, obviously. These are some of my favorite characters. A lot of them in the kind of paranormal realm that, sure. you know, kind of fit in with what we're talking about. So obviously, number one is is one of our favorites, Ash from Supernatural. You know, the the mullet-sporting computer genius that everybody just 100% fell in love with. Appreciate that. It's hard to go wrong with that mullet. It's hard to go wrong with a mullet anywhere. Let's take it back. (laughs) I'm from West Virginia. I know. Yeah. So let's take it back even further than that. Let's go to 1997. Okay, yeah, oh yes. Uh Uh-huh. And a character from my all-time favorite series, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Ah, of course, of course. Buffy, there was an episode called I, Robot, You, Jane. 
and you yep. played another computer nerd named Dave. Yes, 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 I did. It was um, actually funny story. We were, I was at home one day during maternity leave and had just randomly turned on old episodes of Buffy on Hulu. Right. And Shay <laughs> had just gotten home from work and we're standing in the kitchen and we hear this voice that we recognize. And when we turn around, it's you on Buffy. Nope. Yes. Again, synchronicities. Yes. Yes. Uh, that's funny. I will totally indulge uh, my Buffy story here. Yes, I, please. I moved to L.A. in 96, early 97. And um, I had graduated high school, and then I had booked a movie after high school in Seattle. That kind of opened doors for me in L.A. I moved to L.A. Um, uh, my One of my first auditions, I had a couple, uh, one of my first auditions was for Buffy. Really? I remember get, yeah, I remember getting the sides, which are, you know, <clears throat> printed, you know, scripted pages that we read off. Of right. The audition. And I remember getting the breakdown, and I was like, really? They're making a TV show out of Buffy? I'm like, this is not going to I've got a lot of these, like, this is never going to be stories. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, and um, until I grew up, and I'm like, okay. I. Uh, so I remember, I'm like, this is never going to take off. But whatever, I, you know, very thankful to get the the audition. And then I, I booked it. Uh, that was my first job in L.A. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, it was great. It was a, a great experience. And uh, it was way, like within two months of moving to Los Angeles, I started working, um, which so was... Uh, I'm it went go... really fast. Yeah. yeah, it did. did. And I, I walked into a really good situation here. Because uh, an agent had seen me in Seattle and kind of took me down here, and then Buffy, and then uh, after that, I remember booking ER, uh, reoccurring on ER. You were on opposite ER. Clooney. Yes, yeah. that's yes. incredible. I had actually, I had forgotten that. I I was looking up some old um, IMDb things. You got a yes. lot of fan pages out there. Nice. <laughs> that's nice. Some of them are nice. Some of them are a little weird. Sure, of course. Yeah, no, that's how you know you, you're doing it right. That's how you know <laughs> you, you've done your life right. I'm going to go one better than that. Wait. 1998. One of my favorite movies of all time. Can I guess? Guess. Uh, well, well, what was it, 98? October Sky? October Sky. Yes. October Sky. The story of a group of boys from McDowell County, West Virginia, who want to blow things up and shoot rockets into the sky. And from that came one of the uh, NASA's great scientists, a man named Homer Hickam. Uh, Homer. Isn't that insane? Wasn't he on G-Crew not long ago? <laughs> yeah. Yes. We had G-Crew, and he, hung, he was great, um, and he... You know, we have we've had we've had a few guests on, and, and he came on, and we talked about the coronavirus, and like he he said something that was because he's been through so much, he's been right. through this no more, he's like written books, he's been in movies, like his life is crazy, and he just said like this is all gonna pass eventually, it's gonna be okay, just the way he was kind of talking about it. Um, Homer Hickam is one of my favorite people, and that movie. Again, I was 20. I had just turned 21, and um, uh, I auditioned for it, and then they brought back uh, the four of us 
to screen test for the movie. Mm-hmm. And then they had, uh, they, Jake had already been cast. And then they had me, and then Will, and then Chris, well, yeah, yeah, and uh, audition with Jake. And then they had backups for us. Yeah. <laughs> they screen tested everybody, and then we ended up getting the movie. And That's going to Yeah, to Tennessee. We filmed it there for three months. Such a good cast uh-huh. in that movie. Oh, it was amazing. I mean, Jake wasn't even 18 yet. You know what I mean? Such a yeah, good movie. If, like, if you've not watched yeah. October Sky, do yourself a favor. It, it, you know, historically, it's amazing. It's just such a good story. The last walk down Lindbergh Lane is one oh, that yeah, I, yeah. Had, I had forgotten about as well. Um, again, 1998, The X-Files. Ah, um, yes, there yes. was a character that you played named Bobby Rich in Bobby an Rich. episode called Schizogeny, who was accused of murdering his stepfather after these thoughts had been implanted into your brain, right? Uh, well, it was, uh, no, it was, um, the, I did the orchard, yeah, something like that. Kind of yeah, like that, was, yeah. I, it was like, yeah, like mind control. Somebody was mind-controlling the teenagers and kind of things in the area. And then, like, the orchard was, like, possessed and then, like, killed my dad. And they, like, they thought I did it. And then, like, Bobby was such a loser that he was getting all this attention. He was like, yeah, I did it. Totally. I'm the guy. <laughs> and it wasn't, yeah, Bobby. totally. Because he was, he was, you know, getting some, some attention. Felt good. Uh, but Duchovny was great. One of my great memories of that was being stuck in a mud pit uh with him uh towards the end of the show i get sucked into the this mud pit by the trees and he dives in after me (laughs) and um it was a gigantic mud pit and they they put our uh, feet in this grate and 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 so it pulled us down into this mud pit and then we would just like sit there and like hang out and tell jokes who wouldn't um, want to be stuck in a mud pit with David Duchovny? <laughs> it was a lot of fun, and he said he has such a dry sense of humor. You know, that's what I remember most. Um, but it was, yeah, and then you know, X Files is like one of those, oh. another one of those kind of shows that. Another you know. one of those shows. So that's a little walk down Lindbergh Lane. Yeah, those were a few of my like favorite it. favorites that I went through. So in this career that you've had that has spanned decades in Hollywood, the the kind of crowd favorite, the the people mm-hmm. that are watching you now a lot are these people who are really involved in the paranormal. So why sure. the paranormal? Where did your interest come from? Where did you get your start? Why transition to some of that? Well, I've always been fascinated with life death. I, I, I've had experiences since I was young. Uh, with ghosts and stuff, but nothing that was, you know, we just never talked about it when we were really young. It was just never something that people sort of acknowledged for the most part. Um, and then, and then I I just never thought about it for years. Uh, you know, and then eventually I I went to Hollywood and became an actor, but I always loved watching all the ghost shows, um, you know, most haunted years ago or ghost hunters, but uh, it was it was when Ghost Adventures came along, and uh, my sister showed me their documentary, and I kind of knew then, like I knew those guys, and I knew that I was going to go into that field, mm-hmm. which was so bizarre. It was like 
I, you know, social media hadn't even come along yet. It was way back in the day. And, um, and then I kind of sat on it for years and watched their show religiously. Yeah. And studied every every episode, and then I finally reached out to Zach on Twitter uh, years ago and said, um, "You know, love your show, and, and yeah. um, uh, if you've ever considered me having me on as a celebrity guest investigator, please consider me." And then they did uh, very graciously. They had me on a show in season five. I want to say there. I don't even remember. I so remember the episode 10. that you season were in. Season ten, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, it was a return to Linda Vista, which was an old abandoned hospital down here in Los Angeles, downtown Los Angeles. And um, and then from there, uh, you know, once I, I went on that show and had that experience that night with them, um, I, I started getting invited to all kinds of cool places to investigate. And I uh, started meeting, you know, people like yourself in the field and just started going out and doing it. And um, it didn't matter. What, that's just what I love to do. You know, a lot of... Hollywood people would go out on Friday night to bars and clubs. Right. I hated that shit. Yeah. I just wanted to go to like a really yeah. haunted basement somewhere and like be like, this is amazing. Why doesn't everybody want to do this? <laughs> you know? Right. Um, so yeah, from there, uh, you know, Ghost Stalkers came along. Nick Groff had produced that show. And um, I met my love muffin, John Tenney. Oh, and, God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, Ghost Stalkers happened, and that taught me a lot. And then from there, I go out and host ghost hunts and take people out on uh, these crazy adventures, and that's how we've all met. So, you and I, we spent most of our time together a couple of years ago um, at Madison. You were there for MadCon. That was when we really had the opportunity to kind of investigate together and talk. And I can tell anybody who's watching right now, Chad is 100% the real deal when it comes to a humble incredible person but you also have a very what's the word that I would use you are very in tune when you start investigating you want to feel the energy around you and I have to say as somebody who's done it for a long time that energy fills you back I appreciate that it's, yeah. it, but it's true. We spent most of our time together at Madison, but mm -hmm. we met very briefly, maybe a year before that. You and Lindsay came to Lake Shawnee. Oh, yeah, yeah. To do, yeah, yeah to do just something that That's was, right. it, it was just like a four or five hour investigation. I had been to Lake Shawnee a whole bunch, and so, and Lindsay yeah. and I had connected on, um, on social media. And so, the way that I saw you kind of lead that crowd there, I thought, this guy is not, this guy's in it because his heart is in it. I appreciate, yeah, 100%. 100%. That's true. I, I appreciate that. I, I love it so much, and I, you know, I, uh, one of the greatest joys is having an experience uh, but also, like, uh, showing somebody else that that exists. Because yeah. I'm 120% in, like, and I know you guys are too. Like, this is real. This is 100% real. It is. So just open your mind and, like, enjoy it. Because if you go around in life and you, you're close-minded and you think that the only thing that exists is your social, social media and your emails, man, there's just so many cool, weird things out there, you know, that I know we all have stories. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, and then showing somebody and seeing somebody for the first time have that experience and that magic, it's just, like, right. the best. 
there's so much out there that we have to experience. And when you have that tunnel vision, like you said, of, of this is all that exists in front of you right here in your hands, you're not exactly. doing yourself justice. Get out and do no. things like this and and see it for yourself, even if you're a skeptic, especially if you're a skeptic. Oh, totally. I love skeptics. Yes, I love me it. too. Totally. And I'm, a hun- I'm on board with it. Yes. But I, I do believe if you come out with me, I'll, I'll have you leaned a little bit more, you know, this you way than, than you came in. Yeah. Chad, well, you will because you are, like I said, you're very in tune to these locations. You're, you walk in there, you're kind of like this human barometer <laughs> of the location. Mm-hmm. So, um, so let's talk about ghost stalkers. Oh, yeah, sure. Tenny, so... Your the first kind of foray into paranormal TV that you did was uh, Ghost. It's 2014, right? Yeah, yeah. Ghost Stalker started. So yeah, tell everybody yeah. about that and Tenny. Yeah, well, John Tenny. <laughs> well, yeah, so I, yeah, he's a whole city, a conversation in himself. Uh, one of my most favorite non-human beings in the world. Um, <laughs> Nick Groff had gotten a hold of me, and of course, Nick is from Ghost Adventures and Paranoia Lockdown, and he wanted he 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 said he was putting together a show, and wanted to know if I was interested, and I was like, yeah, um, and he said he had this idea to put me who's kind of a, a novice uh, in the field, and then John Tenney, who's been doing this for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And we both had near-death experiences. He actually had a death experience, and, and I actually had, like, a near-death. And so that was kind of the premise of the show, that these guys would go out and find the truth and whatnot. Uh, but, you know, they put us in really, really, really hardcore uh, haunted locations, um, and one guy goes in one night alone and the other person goes in the other night completely alone. Um, all I would have is a couple cameras and a flashlight. And, uh, you know, it was all me. It was all a hundred percent me and whatever was going on out there. And I loved it. Uh, it was some of the most terrifying experiences of my life, but I, I grew so much from that. And, and I, I learned a lot about fear and what we're capable of actually doing, you know? What was your favorite or I guess I would say most memorable location with Ghost Stalkers? I would say Whispers Estate uh, in Mitchell, Indiana. Mm. Where, uh, Whispers Estate is an um, old Victorian home mm-hmm. in the neighborhood. You wouldn't know it if you walked by it. Uh, one of the creepiest, creepiest places I've ever been, they had reports of a half-man, half-goat creature guy that was walking around this place. Um, but one of the most famous, uh, you know, footage of me is when I'm inside by myself and I'm freaking out and I have my recorder and then I'm like, if there's anybody here, whatever I say, and I play it back and it says, Chad, be a man. So, <laughs> what, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah. and then in that moment you see this absolute dread and fear. Uh, but then it kind of turns into this like insane courage and it kind of like prompted me to like move on and because I was having a hard time going in there that night I threw up before I walked in there it was awful and um uh but you know I find that those places are your biggest teachers you know what I mean so uh I learned a lot I cried a lot (laughs) at that episode (laughs) I remember I got punched um and it was gnarly for Tenny, too. He got pushed. He got scratched. And, um, yeah, that place is crazy. Uh, 
And then another place, it was in an insane asylum somewhere. I forget where it was. Baltimore. I mean, you get all these places mixed up sometimes. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, you know, one of the most memorable evenings was going up. I had been in there all night going up in the, in the building and then uh, walking around the corner and having a woman laugh in my face. And it was a disembodied voice. I knocked the wind out of me and I left like 10 feet back. As soon as I got myself, you know, to, to, to uh, get up and move again, I went upstairs and then I could feel the tension rising. And then I, I, I who's here, whatever. And then I hear this man go, ooh. <laughs> and I remember turning the camera back at my face and I was like a completely locked job. <laughs> and remember looking in the camera and thinking, you're insane. You are absolutely insane. And I know you guys have had those moments like, you know, you're, you're out there alone somewhere and you're like, what am I doing right now? This is crazy. I'm, I'm, I've got to be nuts. <laughs> but it's when you push yourself outside of those comfort zone moments is yeah. when we learn the most, right? I, absolutely. Like I said, like the most negative places, quote unquote, have been my, my biggest teachers. Um, so, yeah, a lot of great memories on Ghost Stalkers. Uh, there's nothing like being out there on a, on the road with your friends, having laughs, getting scared, you know, staying in hotels, you know what I mean? All that stuff. So, um, but that led to all kinds of other things. And, you know, I think the paranormal brings a lot of great people into my life. You know what I mean? It brings like, them. you ever notice that? Like, yeah. Yes, it, it does. Ghosts bring us together. <laughs> the, right. And, and the majority of the people that I know that I keep in touch with on a regular basis are people that I may have never even met in real life. You right. know, you connect on Facebook, you meet once or twice at these locations and you feel this instant bond with right. people because it's something that most of the world doesn't understand. Right. They look it's, at us kind of like we're crazy. And oh, yeah. Then I want to read I um, just a couple of comments in here let's see yeah. um da, da, da. there was one question that i wanted to actually a couple of questions my friend matt fioli who's from gateway paranormal in tennessee says chad what's the craziest experiment you've ever done on an investigation experiment experiment i would imagine it would include tinny so <laughs> yeah Oh, man, that is a good question. Um, oh, man, I, I, I don't know off the bat. I, I, I feel like I'm always, like, pushing the, the limit right. wherever I'm at, you know, for better or for worse. <laughs> yes. You know, I get burned, you know what I mean? Like, we yeah. get burned, we push a little bit too far, and then we get burned. Um, Experiment-wise, you know, I... I Gosh, I'm so in the moment. I'm so, I'm really in the moment you when are. I when I things, and so it's kind of like I, I work with the environment, yeah. you know, and kind of like the circumstances, the people. Um, You're not an equipment guy. You are no. totally a go in, fill the energy with with your best equipment, which is your own Yourself. physical form, yeah, and go yeah. from there. Yeah. Well, that's what, you know, I tell people all the time, your body's the best instrument. Mm -hmm. Your mind's going to lie to you and say, ah, it was just this, but your body's going to tell you the truth. Right. You know, you can't, your body uh, can't mistake uh, an experience that happens to you. It can't 
take it, it reacts in a certain way that's like, and that's why a lot of people, uh, you know, would be like, oh, you're acting on Ghost Stalkers. And I'm like, I'm a really good actor, but I'm not that good. You know, <laughs> if you can't feel the true fear radiating off of my yes. body, I don't care how good you are, nobody, nobody can duplicate that kind of fear. It's, it's not possible. That's true. That's 100% no. true. So yeah. you've been in a lot of places. You have experienced a lot of things. There's one place that you and I have talked about before. I've heard you talk about this place a couple of times. And yeah. I've heard a couple of people pose the question to you. If there's one place that you've investigated that you wouldn't go back to, <laughs> you have a very clear answer about yeah. this. You literally have it tattooed on your body. Yeah, yeah, right there. Yeah, and that, that's a that's my good luck monkey. That's so. your good luck monkey. So yeah, you and I have both been there, not at the same time. I yeah. would 100% agree that this is the most haunted location I've ever been in. Yeah. Old South Pittsburgh Hospital in Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And people in our field that we've, that I've spoken to, like yourself, usually say the exact same thing. They're like, that place, man, it's, it's every kind of nasty that you could possibly imagine. It is. It's every kind of sick feeling that you could possibly imagine. And, you, you know, you walk into these places and you, you feel it out. Some are like Care Bear farts. Some are a little bit more <laughs> nauseating. Yes. Some are just a little weird and spooky. Yes. But this, uh, this one is, um, uh, it's left a scar in my heart. You know what I mean? And, and, and But yet, again, it's been by far one of my biggest teachers. Mm-hmm. Uh, by far gotten some of the best evidence right. <laughs> that that was taken with me in the in the basement it, you know with this creature it's like I, I don't even know what you can say about that shit uh, and um, yeah. I've been there twice and been there on a three night event each time mm-hmm. and man I've sworn to never go back but there is a part of me that's like Fuck. it calls you back Right? Yeah. And, and yes. Exactly. And I want to see the ghost. See, it's like I want to see know. this thing. You I know, wanna, I want to see. I, I want to see this. I know that but, you don't want to go back there, but I want to go there with you. Totally. Is that totally. weird? No. <laughs> totally. It's. 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 Yeah. And it does call me. It's so strange. And it like they'll even pop up on my live stream. And it's like, old South Pittsburgh Hospital. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, guys. <laughs> we'll be back after this short break. Hey, guys, I'm Jerry. And I'm Tracy. We are the host of Hillbilly Horror Stories. What we do every week is we tell you mostly paranormal stories, and then we throw in a couple of uh, unsolved mysteries, maybe a little bit of true crime if it's creepy enough. And the beauty of this is that Tracy doesn't know the show, correct? This is correct. Never do. So then what happens when you don't know the show? 
I'm just as surprised as anybody else is. And that's the beauty of what our show is. We basically get the same reactions out of Tracy as what the listener at home is getting. And I think that's been a success to our show so far. Yeah, I think it works. We also use our show to promote mental health awareness and suicide awareness every show. So we get the added bonus of trying to help people out while you get to listen to paranormal shows. Amen. And that's what's important to us. So please subscribe to Hillbilly Horror Stories wherever you listen to your other podcasts. Hey there, fellow pod people. I'm Erin. And I'm Heather. And we are the creators of That Would Go Good With Vodka. Because everything goes good with vodka, including murder, mystery, mayhem, and a spatter of inappropriate humor. This is your personal invitation to join us as we deliver to you some of the darkest and most blood-curdling crimes that will keep you up all night hoping for daylight. We love our home state of Michigan and like to stay close to home, but we also enjoy traveling, so we will be telling stories from all over the world. That Would Go Good With Vodka is a weekly podcast. Tune in on Fridays for a fresh episode. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you enjoy your podcasts. Or you can visit our social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Join us on Fridays because I'm funny and I know things. You are listening to Serial Spirits, the podcast. I'll see you there. Uh, so what, tell everybody yeah. what the significance of the monkey tattoo is. Because it's a great sure. story. One of my great, it's one of my favorite stories, and it was a, a very life-changing. So I, I uh, was invited to go by Ghost Hunts USA to go work there and do an event and lead groups. Uh, the first time I went, uh, I asked a lady who owned the building at the time because um, there was this thing that was being seen in photos. And before I went, um, uh, one of the guys had shown me, Tyler, his name's Tyler, had shown me a photo of this thing down a long hallway. And it had these kind of like long stick figure legs, this long torso, this kind of like cow head and horns sticking out, kind of looking like a little bit of a goat. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, oh, okay, that's crazy. So I saw this photo before going to this place. So I get there and I'm hanging out before we start the event. And I ask her, well, what is the way that this thing will manifest and people have seen it? She's like, well, there are three ways that this thing has been seen. One is a goat. And I'm like, ah, oh, okay, okay. Right. I think I've seen that enough. So, and she goes, another way is a bull. So I'm like, a bull. So later on that night, a photo was taken, and I put it on my Instagram. People want to see it. Um, in this photo, you'll see three or four live people in the room. And then in the corner, um, under this huge window, is this massive creature sitting under it. And it's got this huge black body that goes into the wall. It's got these two big black massive like legs and it's kind of like sitting on itself it's got this like skeleton kind of like chest with these faces peeking through as cliche as it sounds uh, these massive arms that come down and these crinkly hands this kind of like cow face sort of skull thing going on with this black mane this black hair that's coming down and with like horns and if that's not weird enough, it's the way that it was sitting and listening to me in the photo. You know when you're listening and you're engaged with somebody and someone's kind of like in forward and cocked at you? Yeah. This thing was engaged with me and it was like, what are you about? Right. Uh, later that night, the guy sent me that photo and I'm like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I don't see anything. <laughs> it looks like 
to somebody like another patron and, right. and it, like it was like you know what i mean and then the next night before we started night two i was looking at the photos and i went in on this thing and we all fell over i'm like this is the most disturbing <laughs> photo yeah. i've ever seen we didn't obviously see it with our eyes but i felt it we were communicating via the plasma box and you know i was doing my thing um so after three very heavy nights there, um, uh, I swore to never go back <laughs> to this mm-hmm. place. And then four months later, my buddy called me again. He's like, we're doing another event. Do you want to do it? And I said, you know what, man? I don't know. And I usually always say yes right. immediately. And he asked me a week later. He's like, just double checking. And I'm like, I can't let you go alone. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going. So this time, I brought one of my best friends with me. His name's Ernie. And um, uh, we proceeded to get into the event. But when I got there, uh, I asked the lady again. I go, tell me the third way this thing will manifest because I'm, I forgot. Uh, we've seen the goat, the bull. I'm convinced in the photo that, that I have. There's, it's like a bull-like creature. Take a look, people. It's a crazy black body going into the wall. The third way that this thing will manifest is a monkey. And I'm like, that's right, a monkey. So I proceed to push, like, probably I, in a very unhealthy way because I was going through some things. And it was just – and I also I, I also want to see. I want to see right. what's going on, right? So I proceeded to push for the monkey, 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 monkey. I said monkey 500 times throughout the weekend. The joke was just monkey, monkey this with everybody. Um the last night I was there, I started to really push in a very unhealthy way. I started to black out. My, my friend had to take me outside. They had to carry me outside. My buddy takes me aside and kind of like spiritually slaps me upside the head. He's like, you're going to kill yourself, man. And he's like, you're going to kill you're going to kill your friends. You're going to kill your family. Like he was right. So after being knocked upside the head and I had it coming, uh, I went inside the place and I kind of made a peace with, with this place. Right. And uh, so we went went back to the hotel, and I was just wrecked from this 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 mm-hmm. location. The next day, we're in a Cracker Barrel in the middle of Tennessee, and uh, we're all eating our, our lunch and dinner or whatever. And Ernie goes, "Oh man, we gotta we gotta go. We're gonna miss the rental place, the car rental place. We gotta get there. It closes at five. So we all close out our tabs and whatnot, and we all run outside. And the first thing that I see is this woman. She's standing there, and in her arms is a pet monkey, a baby monkey. <laughs> and we nearly all all fell over. Um, and the woman walked by me. The monkey looked at me and kind of gave me a look in the eye, like a <laughs> monkey face, and walked inside the cracker barrel." And um, that was a very significant uh, sign from the universe. Uh, if you want to see a monkey, we're going to show you uh, a positive monkey. We're not right. going to show you this evil monkey that you want to see. That's not for you because that will that will fuck you up, man. Right. That's that's not that's not for you. You don't need right. that. Um, when's the last time you've ever seen a pet monkey out in general, or let alone at a Cracker Barrel in the middle of Tennessee? Um, and then from there, obviously, that's when I got this tattoo. And then um, of a of a monkey holding a joint, <laughs> and um, and, uh, and then of course Lindsay and I started dating about a week later. So, you know, I can't. Um, I, again, I as much as I not, not even despise that place, as I've sworn against it, I love it at the same time. And I'm so curious as to what that is. But um, it's that so was a uh, yeah. 
I experienced so many different types of energies. I've only been there once, but uh-huh. we spent um, about two and a half, three days there. We we booked the place for a weekend. We went in, and about three hours into the investigation, I witnessed one of the most disturbing occurrences with somebody that I had investigated with ever to this day, a sleepwalking experience that she was on the third floor of that building talking to something. And when she kind of snapped out of it and realized what was going on, she started screaming and we rolled the camera back and we watched her do these sorts of things. And it was just totally out of character for everything that happened there. And from that point, we had everything from Things physically being pulled off of the tables to things almost kind of like um, toying with us. I think that there was, um, that was kind of like when vaping started being really popular. And a couple of the people there were vaping. And I think that the spirits thought that they were smoking something else, but I'm not entirely sure because of some of the EVPs that we got. So some of it was almost... um, you know, it was almost playful, and then you switch over to this really almost dark stuff in a heartbeat, and it's like, yeah. what is in this place? I don't know. Something really heavy. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I mean, and a lot of people have seen seen this thing, um, seen a lot there, and experienced a lot. And it, it affects you, like, and I'm sure you walked away feeling that it's the paranormal stink, you know, that we right. all get when we leave the place. But this one's gnarly. This one affected me to where I had, I was just laid out. I mean, I was a mess. I know? had just really started investigating when I went there. I was probably two years in. And, you know, you go into these <laughs> yeah. places not really knowing how to handle those situations. And I feel like going back now knowing what we know and how to handle things like that maybe it would be a totally different situation yeah no exactly i feel the same way uh as much as i've sworn it off i'm like (laughs) (laughs) shay's never been so he keeps saying in the chat that if you ever decide to go back that that we'll meet you there yeah no that sounds good deal so sounds good so that's um so let's talk about let's see where are we gonna go from here let's talk about g crew uh yeah g crew yeah g crew uh you know it's um it's a show you know like uh like this we hang out we chat uh myself nick roff johnny hauser josh Hurd. we all know you know each other through the paranormal obviously and um uh you know we interview uh awesome peeps and have fun and you know, it's just about connecting and it's about hanging out and, um, you know, talking, seeing where people are at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we have that uh, our show on Patreon, and um, it's it's kept us uh, busy during these times of uncertainty. You know, which that's good. I know does the same for you. You know, it's, we all need that right now. You exactly, need that we do. We do. Like I get to see weebs and hang out with weebs. This is the only way that we're connecting with our people right <laughs> yeah. now. Right? Totally. Totally. But yeah. it's, it's better than nothing. If we can't be in these kind of like haunted locations, then we'll just, we'll do this. I know. 
I, I miss the smell of a haunted basement. God, me too. A moldy old asbestos-filled totally. basement. It relaxes me. It, it, it's so, yeah, you like go down there, I'm like, ah. <sighs> Asbestos. I miss that smell. <laughs> what is up with that? I don't What's know. What's wrong? <laughs> we have been, our brains have been like disturbed and trained into that sort of thing. That's where we find our peace. And our comfort is is in these locations that it's like, oh, this place hasn't been open in 150 years. No, no. It it's smells great. like freedom. It, it smells. Like, you know what it, it smells like? Freedom. It, okay. uh, and it, and it's true. Like you said earlier, it bonds. Like when you're with people and something happens, whole you you'll never forget that experience. You'll never forget how that felt. Um, you know, it, it, it does. It's a, it's a cool thing. It's like, yeah, it's a, it's a cool bond that's unlike anything else. I love doing that with my friends. But when you've investigated with your friends, you know what their reaction is going to be. I love yeah. watching it on a skeptic's face. Totally. That totally. moment when it resonates and you're like, <laughs> mic drop, done. <laughs> your mind just imploded. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I'll go out of my way to yes. be like, if it's that one in the the group of 20, I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, we can go into any or most haunted locations or any location and get somebody to say hi. Right. They're everywhere, you know, just like people were everywhere. <laughs> and then yes. you count for all the other weird things that are out there, too. Have you ever had any encounters with something not spirit-like, but almost, have you ever encountered or searched for cryptids, aliens, anything Definitely. like that, or does it interest you at all? Absolutely. I think it's all tied in, you know, somehow together. Uh, yeah, ab absolutely. Um, aliens, yeah, I, I'm in. I'm in for yes. for. Uh, I'm in. Uh, aliens, uh, years ago, like 10, 15, nah, 10 years ago, um, I was walking on the beach in Santa Monica. It was like, I don't know, 1.30 in the morning. And um, I was out with a friend, and we were walking along, and I see this, like, fireball come out of the sky. It looked like a shooting star. And it kind of came out of the sky, and just before the water, it hit the water, it stopped. <laughs> And it stayed there, and then it went like this and shot back into the air. And I was like, what? whoa, 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 look, look, look. And of course, <laughs> it, but like, that sh that, that's out there. I, I think it's all out there. Um, I know we talk a lot about this a lot on G Crew too. Like, what's good? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm waiting for them to finally be like, yo, we're here. <laughs> okay, We've been watching you big. guys. Yes, what? it's real. Right. But. So can people handle that? I don't think so. I don't know what would happen. It, it would so... Everything that we know about our reality would be turned on its head. Which, you know what? It's happening in the world right now anyway. Oh, exactly. So what's exactly. the difference? I agree. I agree. Uh, I think this was... I agree. I think this would send people into a bit of a shock. Because, you know, if we saw something like that, like... Our bodies, it's like a paranormal experience. Like, we would go into, like, a kind of a shock. Like, <laughs> you, you know, like, it's like a dinosaur. Seeing a dinosaur, 
that would be shocking too. What are we going to do? Like, our bodies can't process that. I have my own theories on dinosaurs. It was really late the other night, and I couldn't go to sleep. And we were watching, like, PBS, because that was the cartoon that was on before Rory fell asleep. And they were talking about how dinosaurs, you know, went extinct on the face of the planet. I think that if you look at it from any, like, sort of a spiritual sense, if you believe that something down here, like, came from somewhere else and created man... Maybe we were the aliens that encroached on the dinosaurs. Oh, totally, yeah. 100%. I, I agree. I agree. Like, because why would they just itself, disappear? Yeah. Why would they be here and just be gone? Uh, yeah, I. that's one of my biggest things. I'm like, people forget that that existed. Oh, <laughs> like, yes, that existed. And if we saw something like that, our bodies would go into a complete shock. Like, giant lizards flew around the sky, and then you fast forward millions of years, or however many years it's been, uh, to these gangly weird creatures walking around the Earth, Earth, this planet in the middle of the universe, spinning around. It's, 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 it makes no sense. Being human makes no sense. I trip out on it every day. I don't know how everybody doesn't trip out on it. I think we are the aliens. That came totally. in and took over something else, but there's also something out there watching us being like, those guys are idiots. Yeah. Oh way. yeah. Yeah. We're like ants, yes. you know. Yeah. And I think there is a whole different yes. Uh, one day we, you know, and I think like, okay, did I? Maybe we chose to be in that time where that gets revealed. Mm-hmm. Like that would be pretty amazing and pretty significant. Um, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. either. I'm glad I'm not the only one that thinks that way because I say it to people around here and they're like, no, there, there's no well, way. Well, yeah. But, you know. Exactly. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, that's just, how can you not consider this every day? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like, but I think it's, it's bizarre. I think it would be like, for most people, like, we walk into an abandoned building and spend the night and don't think it's totally normal us so we welcome we welcome it so you you have to really expand this mindset and be like this is what you're welcoming in yeah but isn't it fun like when you bring it up around people that never done this and they're like man you're so convincing (laughs) like yeah because it's real we're not trying to brainwash anybody (laughs) it's just it's just thinking outside of the box that that society has created for you, right? And, and go do yeah, go go do a, a go time. Go out there with some professionals, people that know what they're doing, right? And can be a proper investigation or a ghost home or whatever you want to call it, and go experience it. Because until you experience it, I understand that people's beliefs can be limited to that. I, I get it, but that means you got to go out and do it. When you go on these investigations and you leave from these places that have really, you've kind of internalized and, and you don't know how you feel about it, do you do any type of cleansing process or do you carry any type of spiritual, emotional, mental um, <clears throat> like protection with you when you go? Sure. It's a good question. I mean, I, you know, I'll wear my... <laughs> 
jewelry and stuff like that, you know, my stones and whatnot. Uh, typically, you know, I like to like take like salt baths and stuff mm-hmm. when I'm done. Uh, I like to shower everything off and get rid of the clothes and and because uh, I like to roll around and ghost dirt. I love it. So <laughs> I come home dirty, yeah. and, but you're also bringing that environment home with you. You're bringing it's the it's on your shoes. <clears throat> totally. Yes. And then you've got the paranormal stink that inevitably comes off comes with you especially yes. i think if you're in tune it just kind of like seeps off mm-hmm. uh and some places are more uh bizarre than the other you know um you know of course saging and, and doing mm-hmm. all that uh, but it's it's a lot of it's time i think with me and just letting it kind of like seep through and it's it's not always pleasant mm-hmm. um yeah i could be better about it Absolutely. I know I, I could be, uh, but part of me also likes to go out there and push the boundaries. And, I, you know, for better or for worse, man, that's just, I don't know. Like, right, I kind of want it. Like, you, you want to see it and you don't want to see, but you really want to see. Right. And I'm like, what would that do to me if I did see? Like the, like the monkey. Like, if I had seen something like that that was really bad, that imprints on you and you can't. You know, that, that probably gets into your dreams. That probably gets into your subconscious. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's, it's a rabbit hole, right? It, it never it ends. A <laughs> yeah, it, no. It's a never-ending process because you go into this thinking that you want to see ghosts. You want to experience something like that. And it's so much deeper than any yeah. of that when you really dive into it. It becomes a... A spiritual connection with things that you never thought you would connect with oh yeah oh yeah and it makes you consider like well when something happens to you you ask those further questions like well if this exists what mm-hmm. else is there and it keeps going and it keeps going you know and then when you get to meet but you know you know people like you we get to like meet up and we're telling each other stories yeah. or you go meet other colleagues and they're like telling your story like stories of theirs that are blowing your mind and it's just like, oh my gosh! <laughs> you know? I'm not the only one that thinks that way, right? You start, yeah, exactly. You, you start exactly. connecting with people mentally and emotionally, and that it it brings you into this headspace of let's push it further. Exactly, exactly. And I, and I, I think that's always going to be there for me. It's just keep pushing, keep enjoying it. Um, but you know, also keeping in mind, and I tell people, it gets real. It gets very, very real. And people need to take that into consideration because it can be very dangerous, you know. It can be. There's there's a side of it that you have to protect yourself and you have to kind of protect the people who are around you. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's it's maturity. Right. It's maturity and learning your own craft. Yeah. I guess because it's different for everybody. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I know that you are, uh, you have to uh, chat with the guys of the G Crew in just a few minutes. So I would, I would talk to you forever, but I know, I know that you we have. Can keep, we can keep, I know, like, there's so much we could talk about. I want to come, you got to have me back, please. At any gotta, time, yeah. you could come yeah. on here every week and we could have something to talk about. <laughs> And, and ramble, but um, any events coming up or anything that you want to plug? I know that things are so crazy right now with COVID or yeah. uh, where they can find G-Crew. Sure. I, I would say, you know, just like my social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter, 
just Chad Lindbergh, and then I post all my links up top. That's where they can find G Crew. Um, and gosh, you know, all events are pushed till next year, and I'm cool with that. I'm totally cool with that. You know what I mean? Like, I just want people to be safe. You know, just just be just be wise here. And 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 once this passes, like, it's gonna be cool. But we have to like be responsible. I think. Yeah. I you agree, one hundred percent. We love you, Chad. You know. Weaves, I love you too. <laughs> you know that you are welcome back here anytime. We'll do it again um, and, and catch up on some more stuff. So, guys, we're going to wrap it up for now. By the way, every member of the G Crew, except for Groff, has been on this show. So, if he ever, well, if he yeah, ever gets a tingle and wants to come on, you just tell him to uh, tell him to hit us up because I'd love to have everybody like together here. All right, that sounds good. I'll let him know. <laughs> <laughs> all uh, right, guys. Until next week. All, yeah, thank you for all your listeners for yeah. hanging out and just thank you, thank um, you, and I look forward to like when we're actually able to like hang out. I know we can actually First. physically get together again and have some Starbucks yeah. and. Exactly, and I can whip out my wallet and be like, waves, and like, you know what I mean? Like, waves. <laughs> waves. <laughs> I wanted to wear a little name tag tonight, and I couldn't find one, so. <laughs> next time. <laughs> next time. Waves. <laughs> All right, guys, until next week, Thanks. love yourselves, love each other, wear your masks, and we'll see exactly. you next week. All right, good night, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Serial Spirits Podcast. Follow us on all your social media apps, facebook.com forward slash Serial Spirits, on Twitter at Serial Spirits. Listen to us on all podcasting platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you subscribe. Follow us on our mothership at paranormalwarehouse.com. Become a patron today at www.patreon.com forward slash paranormalwarehouse. Until next time, guys, be aware and be safe.